Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. And it's Brendan Escott in today for Bob. The Oilers off to Chicago, front half of a doubleheader tomorrow night on 630 Chad. 730 puck drop from United Center. Japanese Village for 50 years, Edmonton's destination for a celebration of the senses. Reserved today at jvedmonton.ca. And I'll remind you, the, the boys at Brentridge did such a good job selling their trucks and SUVs that they need your help. They're in need of some more of them. Why don't you trade in your vehicle for an upgrade or even sell it to them outright? Whatever's best for you. Remember, if you order a 2023 truck from Brent Ridge, your interest rate can be locked in as low as 3.99%. Call Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang, 780 780- Three five two six zero five eight. Brentridge Ford, your Ford Truck Authority, on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. Well, we've been talking about the rebuild year for the Edmonton Oil Kings, and that continued yesterday with two trades by General Manager Kurt Hill, who we are now pleased to be joined on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline by Kurt. Thanks for joining us today. How's it going? Doing well, Brandon. How are you doing? Excellent, thank you. So, Ryland Kovacevic comes from Kelowna, and that was in exchange for Carson Golder. Let's let's maybe start here with the guys we're, we're letting go of from the Oil Kings' perspective. So, two 20-year-olds, Jackson Weeb, Carson Golder, moving on from the program. And, and Kurt, I wonder, you know, this is probably part of the progression of, of that player, those players' careers, as, as the cycle for your team continues on, and, and they look for maybe a different opportunity in year 20 yeah i think for both guys um you know opportunities for them to go to go to teams that are going to be in the playoffs and are trying to make pushes uh, you know to make runs for it this year so um for them you know great opportunities to to move on and do that i think with uh, you know jackson probably a little earlier than we than we anticipated doing something with him but uh, just with um you know his suspensions and uh, inability to be in the lineup for us as a 20 year old we felt it was real important uh, to get a 20 year old back right now that was going to be in the lineup every day and the additional picks are obviously something we're looking for right now to just uh, continue to pad our uh, draft uh, inventory and then uh, in regards to carson uh, golder you know he had just been 
been playing some really good hockey as of late and started picking up some calls for some teams and uh, anytime you can you can add an 18 year old player in a deal for a 20 year old it's something that uh, especially a guy with upside and uh, who brings a real high element of compete to his game it's something that we just couldn't ignore yeah so tell me a little bit more about Ryland Kovacevic you pick up from Kelowna I think he's actually a Kelowna BC product if I'm not mistaken and uh, not necessarily a big points guy but uh, you say the compete level is what you really like yeah, I think there's a lot more upside there offensively. You know, he's kind of been um, in Kelowna. They got a pretty good, pretty deep forward group, and you know, maybe some opportunity uh, that he wasn't getting there that's going to be opened up here for him. But uh, he's got some some offensive abilities we think that are going to come through. And uh, you know, he's a guy that competes extremely hard, plays a 200-foot game, skates well, and. Um, he's, just, he's very tough as well, so he's a guy that uh, you know is going to help keep opponents honest as well. Noah Boyko comes over from the Prince George Cougars, a 20-year-old, so you swap a 20 for a 20, but you bring Boyko back home, a Fort Saskatchewan product. I'm sure that was important to him. Yeah, you know, he's excited to come home and, and finish off his uh, his WHL uh, tenure here. And, uh, you know, Noah's somebody that we're, we're very familiar with, obviously, with him playing for the Fort growing up and having watched him play lots of games there and then having played in Lethbridge early in his career. You know, there's uh, you know we know what we're getting in Noah. He's uh, a guy who's got an elite shot in this league and is really good on the power play. So, uh, you know, as a 20-year-old, uh, to get him back in the deal, someone who's going to be, like I said, in our lineup every night. And, uh, you know, we haven't... We haven't scored goals easily this year, so I think he's a guy that uh, can um, help in that area as well. Former first-round Bantam draft pick there. I wonder how dig, or deep, rather, Kurt, you dig into the character of a player that you are bringing back into a franchise that is sort of at the beginning of, of the cycle, if you will. Yeah, it's imperative. And, you know, it's uh, for Noah and even Ryland, you know, it's... Um, Myself and Luke Pierce had had conversations with them yesterday about, uh, you know, if you're going to want to come in here and, and have big roles and be a part of things, you know, the way you conduct yourself and, you know, the type of person you are when you come into the organization is going to be um, extremely important. That's going to be that's going to be a big part of things. You know, it's not only about the way you, you compete on the ice. It's, um, you know, going to be about how you conduct yourself as a leader for our younger players that are in here right now. Now, Kovacevic's a guy we're adding to that younger core, but certainly Boyko's going to be a guy that, uh, you know, even though he hasn't been here for a long time, we're going to really want him to get a climate climate acclimatize to how we do things here um, with the Oil Kings and really be preaching that to our younger players. I wonder how much of that process happens just amongst the teammates themselves with, say, a guy like Logan Dalhaniak, who's been here his entire career, really, like, sort of passing that, especially in the case of Kovacevic, as you're saying, that Oil Kings way down to uh, somebody who's going to help this team in the future. Yeah, it happens, especially when, you know, there's those moments of the games where staff members can't be around in between periods in the dressing room and, you know, those more intimate moments where it's just the players. But, you know, with a younger group right now, it's, uh, that falls on our staff as well. And, you know, our coaching staff and our support staff that are around here, it's, uh, you know, it's not last year where we got seven signed NHL guys on our team. And, uh, you know, it's, there's a, a structure and a routine put in place every day. Now we're, we're back to that uh, stage where we've got lots of young guys here that that, uh, you know, are developing and still learning what it takes to, to be an everyday player in our league. And, you know, part of that responsibility lies on us as staff members to ensure that we're passing that message on to them as well right now. So you're home for three here. Just tell me a little bit about what you're, you're seeing out of this team as the, the season goes on. Some ups uh, a couple, uh, about a week ago or so, and then last week a couple more downs against Swift Current. But back on, on home ice, just give me your 30,000-foot view of how things are going right now. 
Yeah, we had a couple big wins there, like you said, a couple weeks ago, and uh, I didn't think we had our greatest effort in Medicine Hat. And the two games in Swift last week, you know, I thought we we competed extremely well. We had a little bit of the flu going through the team, but uh, um, I really liked our game. I think we gave ourselves a chance to win each night and uh, fell a little bit short in the third period. But you know, I like the way we're trending with our young guys. That you can tell they're getting they're getting more and more comfortable in the league, and they're they're learning more and more how to manage games and manage specific moments in games to give themselves success and to stay in games to give themselves a chance to win so I think we're, we're really trending in the right direction and uh, you know looking forward to see what this three-game homestand can bring to us here. Tell me what you're seeing out of the growth of your head coach here Luke Pierce. Oh, Luke's done a fantastic job with the guys. Again, it's uh, I'm sure, you know, we have a plan here for what this year was going to look like. So, um, you know, it's never easy as a, as a coaching staff when you don't have consistency with guys. And I know we've been, we've been moving some guys in and out here, but uh, that's part of the process and trying to get some of that stuff done as early as possible. So he's going to have as much time to, have a have a group that we really know we're moving forward with into the future here together and um but you know i really our entire coaching staff's done a done a phenomenal job in just you know teaching our younger guys that everyday process of the league and and keeping guys positive here and understanding you know it's a process and we have a plan and they just need to continue to come to the rink every day with a positive attitude and get better and, and that's the that's the job that they need to do every day well, Kurt, I won't ask you to reveal too much here in the final question, but uh, I imagine you're not done making moves here the rest of the way? Well, I think it's, again, it's um, all about what, what's going to come back in return. And, you know, I know we've sent out a lot of our, our, our pretty significant players. So it's, uh, um, again, if there's one or two more, maybe out there, maybe not. I don't think it's, uh, we're at the stage now where we've recouped a, a lot of picks and, uh, you know, gotten some players into the lineup that, uh, our back that you know we feel are going to be a good part of things here but um, we do have an open 20 year old spot now so at some point uh, potentially that gets filled and, and yeah we'll just see what else uh, comes down the pipe here leading into the deadline January 10th Good stuff Kurt, good luck tomorrow night against Saskatoon Yeah I appreciate that, have a good one Alright, Kurt Hill's the general manager of your Edmonton Oil Kings they, are, uh, they won two in a row and then dropped three in a row, now we'll see them back on home ice, uh, Saskatoon Regina and Medicine Hat all rolling through Rogers Place in the next week We will press pause and then we'll keep rolling on through the end of the show here, it's Brendan Escott in today on Oilers Now This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Just heard from Oil Kings general manager Kurt Hill there about his two trades executed yesterday. He was our headliner, brought to you by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Oilers Now Injury Report, brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. You know, I'm not quite plugged in like our man Stoffer is, so instead we're going audio style today. Jay Woodcroft talking this morning about Kyler Yamamoto and his pending return. He's close. I, you know, I don't know what day it'll be, um, but he's close and he's practicing and uh, he's gone through the right thing. It seems like it's been a long time. We miss him. I just think he, he has a tenaciousness about him. I think he can play in a lot of different situations, penalty kill, power play, five on five. He has the ability to move up or down a lineup and, um, you know, we miss him. I think they do too. 
penalty kill, scrappiness, etc. How about Woodcroft on Warren Fogle's status? Fogle, that was a weird one. It was in the game against the Rangers. He sort of toe-picked in front of the bench and just planked there. He laid flat, and you could tell something was wrong. Here's the update. I would list him as day-to-day, day-to-day. Sometimes different injuries mean you're kept off the ice or, or whatnot. Um, uh, and then whether he's on IR or not, those are the mechanisms of the you know of management and 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 whatnot but uh right now uh we kept him off the ice we just thought that's the best thing for him and then ryan mcleod of course not in the lineup but others producing in his place yeah 15 16 minutes a game um someone who plays on the penalty kill uh someone who plays the game with a at a certain level of pace has a size uh element to him um he's a good young player that we missed but i thought you know, like we're talking about the guys that weren't in the lineup. I thought the guys that uh, came into the lineup did some real good things. I thought Devin Shore played a solid game for us. I uh, found him in a lot of really good clips this morning. Um, I thought James Hamblin came in, gave us good minutes. That line of Malone, Hamblin, and Holloway was very effective, I thought. Um, you know, so uh, while, while Ryan gets better here, it's a great opportunity for some of these other guys to step up, and that's the type of culture that we're trying to build here is that it's uh it's a next man up kind of philosophy and there's a lot of familiarity shall we say with the condors and the oilers now so you you know everybody's expectations or they should all understand the expectations is what i'm trying to say like most of these players at some point either in the ahl or dub or um, pardon me the nhl have been coached by woodcroft so you know what he's after right you know what what gets him what, what gets you into his good graces Royal Pizza will put me or anybody in, in good graces here. It's uh, <clears throat> pizza, pasta, so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years now. A menu and a list of their uh, 15 Edmonton and area locations available online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Got to get to a couple of texts here. This is, <laughs> we've got a bit of beef that's suddenly playing out on Oilers now. Mark and St. Albert says, I think, Brendan, that we uh, we need to make a big trade for John Klingberg from the Ducks. That would solidify the blue line, give up some of our current assets and first-round draft picks. Hey, and to the guy from Summerland, he'll be proud of me as an Oilers fan. I didn't leave the game last night when the Oil were losing. Mark and St. Albert also texted in earlier to say the guy from Summerland who questions whether or not I'm a real Oilers fan should see my bill from the OEG for lower bowl season tickets. That's from Mark and St. Albert. Talking to Jim and Summerland, do I need to rent you guys a barn? Do I need to rent you a barn? <laughs> Or can we settle it like men? Oh, you're funny. I love it. 780-496-0063. Peggy says that Pugliarvi should be moved out of the team ASAP. Um, another question here. Did, did McDavid really almost take the net off its moorings with that breakaway? I don't think I've ever seen that before. Well, if you've been paying attention to the rest of the NHL, even over the last couple of days, the moorings and the nets it's become a topic of conversation do we need some magnets in the bottom and frankly why aren't those already there it's it's a little bit unusual but uh i know it was a mess in toronto and then we saw spencer knight kick the net off last night and oh yeah i was just trying to push off mr referee but really i don't know i don't know
But if I ever saw Connor McDavid careening towards the goal out of control, I'd want as much give as possible so that net can just blast away so that we don't see the top player in the league get hurt. So there's give and then there's take. That's just how it's going to work. Reminder, they are out on the road for the next uh, two games. It's happening in rapid succession. This is the strangest bit of the schedule here. Connor called it goofy in the post-game avail last night, uh, but they're at Chicago tomorrow. They're at Minnesota Thursday, and then they're back home for three. Montreal, Washington, and Arizona. I look at that and I see a lot of very winnable games provided this team is executing the way that we know that they can. If they get a couple healthy bodies back here in, in and amongst this, that'll be a nice, nice kick in the pants too. If, if Kyler Yamamoto can come and fill out a spot in that top six, then you don't have to overload that top line. 26 minutes played last night for Connor McDavid, and it wasn't as if it was a long overtime. So they're, they're being relied on heavily, and that's going to be the case when you're down man, manpower, men, games, whatever you want to call it. But you don't want a season full of that. So how do you how do you spread that out? Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. We need a Chris Pronger on the back end, says Logan. I think every team in the league would like to have a Chris Pronger on the back end. Uh, where are we here? Vegas has had a much easier schedule than Edmonton so far, says Chris, and that would be why Edmonton is in a wildcard playoff spot while Vegas is leading the division. Vegas has had some stuff go right. Number one in net. When everyone's looking at Logan Thompson and Aiden Hill, thinking what kind of goaltending duo is that? They're pretty darn good between the two of them. And this texter right on time, Tom and Stony Plains says, we have a goaltending problem here. No, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't go that far with it. Skinner is very composed, very composed. And and Campbell, I think, is, a, is absolutely an NHL starter that comes with ups and downs, right? So if you have a good 1B to slot in alongside, and that has been a great combination this year, then you don't have a goaltending problem. You have a goaltending problem when your starter is 40 years old and your backup makes $4.5 million. That's a goaltending problem. We know what a goaltending problem is. Logan's followed up to know, did you know that an Edmonton native invented the moorings on the nets? They were invented to stop uh, from breaking the guy's legs when they crash in. That's what I was saying about McDavid. You want the net to have give when it goes away. I, I think I've heard that before, but I, I would never have recited that stat. So there you go. Moorings apparently coming right here from our own backyard. Norman Combine wants to know if Igor Ulanov is available. If you have his number, give him a call. What is the acquisition cost of Zach McEwen? This, to me, is, is the de facto where Edmonton needs to be looking right now. Philadelphia has fallen out of it. They've already got plenty of toughness of their own. McEwen makes, I think, less than a million dollars. So what's the acquisition cost? Not very much if they fall right out of it, and they're about to. Draft pick. Would you give up a third for somebody like McEwen? If he had two years on his contract, I'd have to double-check. I don't think he does. Pretty sure it's a one-year deal there. But yeah, I'd be willing to spend a third-round pick to change the dynamic. I would. Absolutely. 
All right, Reed Wilkins has uh, Inside Sports coming up tonight. He will hear from um, <clears throat> NHL Hockey on Rogers analyst Kelly Rudy, former Canadian women's national goalkeeper and 2020 Olympic gold medalist Stephanie Labe from right here in our own backyard. Panda's basketball coach Scott Edwards on the U of A playing host to the 2024 Women's National Basketball Championship, that of the U-sport variety, of course. That should be a fun event, too. Uh, later on, on 6.30, Chad. Well, I'll tell you tomorrow for certain that it is Bob back in the host chair. Oilers, Blackhawks from United Center. That one is a 6 o'clock face-off show, 7.30 puck drop, and then the next night they are in Minnesota. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Give the gift of travel and join Oilers now in Vegas this January. Watch the Oilers play the Golden Knights. Call New West Travel or go online, newwesttravel.com. We'll rewind to 1996. Marius Tchaikovsky, a goal and an assist. The Oilers beating the Sharks 4-2 in San Jose. Brian Smith, Jason Arna, Kelly Bachberger, they all had the other markers. Always a pleasure hanging out with you. I know I rambled for way too long today. But you stuck around and listened, and I thank you for that. I'll be on the other side of the glass tomorrow. Thank you very much, Derek Scott, for your hard work on everything today. Thanks for all those who texted in. We'll send it off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3. And that precedes 6.30 Jet Afternoons with Jalen Nye. So long from the 6.30 Jet Studios.